And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. I am really excited to be able to introduce Jill Chapman. She's from Southern Indiana. She's an author, but she just has so many wonderful things that the Lord has been doing with her. And I love how the Lord transitioned some of her work. And so I am really excited and honored to be able to in- introduce her to you. How are you, Jill? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm so I I want to start off just saying thank you for this opportunity, and it's an honor to speak with you today. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I consider this an honor. I think it's super cool how the Lord just kind of brings people together from two different states, and yet we all have one thing in common. We want to brag about what Jesus is doing in our life, right? Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) That's the wonderful thing. And so I was reading in your bio that you sent me. And so you had interest in books ever since you were young. Um, Mm -hmm. You loved reading. And, um, you know, it it sounds like that just kind of led you to your one career path. But before that, I wanted to talk to you just about maybe a little bit of how you met Jesus. I was saved as a older teenager. I was actually already married and had a baby. And um, when I was in a Bible school, when I was very young, I was taught John 3.16. And that verse is what saved me as an older teenager when I was struggling, as you might imagine, being married so young with a baby. And that one verse is what I hung on to and started going to church. And it just has been a lifelong journey with him. And he has been faithful through every step of the way. Wow. And so that you married at a young age and you have right now, how many children? You have two? Have two daughters Mm -hmm. and five grandchildren. Wow. How exciting. It is. It definitely is. They keep me on my toes when right? I have them around. They're a blessing, but they keep me busy. Oh, yes, they do. And it's just kind of cool, too, to just think about how God knew those generations before you even did, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, when we think about what we can speak life into, we ha- we don't even think about that as a young girl, that God already knows the generations that are going to come after me. It's exciting to think of um, how we instill in our children and then hopefully on into our grandchildren. And then, of course, in my writing, I'm hoping to instill adventure in children's hearts, but also that love of God and that he cares for them. He cares what they're doing. And um, all of those kinds of things are in the books as well. super exciting. So now, so then afterwards, I was reading here, so... Things didn't go as you planned. <laughs> they never, it never really does, does it? It doesn't really ever go like we planned. Right. But so, it definitely goes the way God plans. And so and, talk, talk about that a little bit. What happened? 
when um, when I had my daughters, we started homeschooling them, and oh, we homeschooled for ten years. And after that, I decided to go get my teaching degree and received a teaching degree. And when I went back to school, I was 39. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many things in my life have been at a non-traditional time. And that is definitely one of them, getting my degree. And I worked at a library for a little while after I received my education degree. And then I had a job at our local public school for a short time. And I started homeschooling my great nephew and was also tutoring some other children, some of them on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. And that led to me starting my own small private school. And that was such a vision that I had. And I felt like that was going to be my legacy. I felt like that was something God wanted me to keep doing. I would do that forever. And he absolutely did not intend for me to do that forever. I was for that time. He gave me scripture for that time that I was to gently lead those parents through that trying time in their lives. And then when that time for the school was over, he shut that door. And that was hard because I really thought that that was going to be something that I would do till I died. And, and you know, <laughs> a lot a lot of times in life, you know, God gives us what we need for that season. Yes. And, and it's really and he, hard because especially if it's going so well and it brings you so much joy and we forget that he's still the creator and he still is the one that when we surrender our life to him, everything we do is according to his will, not our will, not mm, our absolutely. happiness, not our joy. It's about his. And I know I've been through mine also. I didn't go back to school till I was 33. I was one of those non-traditionals. And mm-hmm. 18 years later, <laughs> I finally had my credential and my master's. So I, I understand. And I taught special ed and, and it, it was the Lord knew what he was doing for me to achieve the career path that I did because it, it was just amazing the different lives that you get to encounter, you know, and mm-hmm. going back to, so you had this educational center and you had, did you just work with students that were on the spectrum? No, I had students that struggled in other areas as well. And I also had um, a few students that their parents had been homeschooling them and they weren't going to be able to continue that for a short time. So they were there as well. And it was a small setting, kind of like a one room schoolhouse, if you think of it like that. And it was just absolutely fabulous. A church here in our community allowed us space during that time. And so that was really the only reason we could exist because I, it was a nonprofit and I, I, just made ends meet with the money so it was just such a blessing to be able to be there and god just opened doors and then once he decided it was done he shut that door and i needed to be available for my family but at the time that the school closed i didn't know those things were going to happen but god had a plan and he worked that out 
and I was available for my family and then was able to start writing, which was a surprise in a way. It's something I've always done, something I've always longed for. And then to be able to go ahead and, and accomplish that has been just like a dream come true as well. Right. And and so when God, you know, um, when you started to feel that unction of, because that's kind of like the Holy Spirit kind of unction too, where I think this is going to end. I mean, mm -hmm. that had to be like a time where you had to really seek the Lord's guidance in that. Like, is this you or is this me that wants this to end? Because I really enjoyed this. I, I, I knew I needed to stop. God had made it very clear to me and I persisted for one more year. <laughs> and I, because my heart just, I couldn't face the fact that I would be, the school would come to an end and God actually gave me a dream. And in the dream, I was going to where my classroom was in the building. And when I got there, there was no door. There was just a wall. Wow. So when I tell people God closed the door, he actually removed the door just to wow. show me in that dream. It's over. There is no more space for it. It's over. And that was hard. And still in my heart, I think of what I had planned. But that's what's so silly about it, really, because what we have planned, God has bigger plans. He has better plans. And I wanted to help children. That was a huge burden that I had was for children on the spectrum or children that struggled in a, a public school setting or a more traditional school setting. And I saw how these kids could be successful. And yet God knew what was ahead and he has other paths for me to walk and I'm, I'm happily walking them now. I sound like I'm not, but I am, but the school sure has a place in my heart and those kids, I'm so close to them even now. I, it was a wonderful time. And you know, it's, it's being in the public school setting and seeing what happens. Cause you, you said you worked in the public school setting for a little bit and you see everything that's going on now it's kind of scary. Like when I worked in public school setting for 21 years, I worked, um, my last assignments for the last few years. Um, I have a moderate to severe credential. So I worked in classrooms with autism. Most of my mm -hmm. students, um, were nonverbal. And so I was able to work closely with the speech and language pathologist, the, you know, occupational therapist. And I, I just loved teaching. But mm -hmm. it that was, was really um, when I worked at the library, I worked as a youth services coordinator at our local library for two years. And when a job opening came in the public school, I absolutely loved my job at the library. I loved it. Got to order the books for the youth section. And it was just so much fun. I did programs with children. And yet my heart longed for that teaching position that's what i longed for and so uh, the school when that came about it was i was the director the principal the janitor <laughs> the teacher <laughs> but it was it was tremendously hard work had a lot of people that volunteered and helped me out but it was also so fulfilling because you feel like what you're doing makes a difference and that is 
what I hope to achieve with my writing now, make that difference in children's lives. It's just going to be in a little bit different avenue in a different way. And it's um, ironic that you just, I was just listening to you talk about how you worked in the library, the public library, and you were able to order children's books. So you were able to kind of see what was going into the library. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guide the collection just a bit. It was it was just so much fun, uh, and to find books, and I found myself having to read different kinds of books than I'd ever read before too, because children like and people in general just like all different kinds of books. So it was really fun to get that taste for lots of different genres and I didn't always like everything necessarily the genre but it was fun to read especially some of the YA some of the more advanced books because they were would be very meaty yeah (laughs) um you know covering more heavy topics but it was a lot of fun to be able to guide the collection so now you obviously have the gift of interpreting your dreams god's like kind of like okay here you go and you were able to see that message loud and clear did you have a dream before you started to write um no, I don't guess I really did. Not not as specific as that one for sure. Um, that wanting to write is something I've I've really I've written since I was a child, and never really did anything with those storylines or any of the notebooks. I actually still have some of my notebooks and journals where I wrote stories, and they're hysterical to read now because they're so dramatic. I I would write very dramatic stories, and (laughs) they're very cheesy dramatic. So it's fun to read them sometimes. You might be able able to take some of those and just kind of fix them up (laughs) and have like a little book that has, you know, fun fun dramatic stories for some young child to (laughs) read, right? They're pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) they're pretty bad but I've I've written I've written Sunday school lessons I've written um, we used to do a missionary day at my church and I wrote and guided the program for that and I've always been writing but to actually write the novels and to finish it has been a huge accomplishment Mm -hmm. and then to get it published was really was a dream come true And and you know I go through Amazon also and it's a little bit challenging you know I was able to use um, fiber.com to help me um I actually found somebody to translate my books into Spanish for a really good price. And then, you know, trying to get the cover mm-hmm. design and then trying to make it fit and the formatting. And it's like, mm-hmm. I yeah. had to get, I I've had done, to get help. I've actually, sorry, I've actually done, I've self-published four books and um, the one was on homeschooling and then three have been like children's journals with prompts and then the bomb squad series is through elk lake publishing oh okay. so those those are not actually self-published those are through uh, elk lake and and you probably saw the big difference of being with a traditional publisher rather than um self-publishing it was a Uh, comforting actually especially during the editing even though it was tough to go through that editing process I'm still learning so much even after the second book released and I'm still I'm I've already started on the third in the series book three but it's 
been very challenging to go through when you feel like you're finished and your editor tells you you're not. And so <laughs> but you grow through all of that. And, and mm-hmm. I've learned so much and mm-hmm. they uh, do the covers. So I haven't had to design, I didn't design the covers, but so they, they are a huge assistance by going through the a traditional publisher, but the, the self-published books have, were a lot of fun too because I did have a little more input in what was happening with those. So, and and it's easy to do. I mean, for those of you that want to do self-publish, there's a lot. I love Fiverr.com. I don't know if you've ever used them, but there's so many freelancers. I've, I've looked on Fiverr for some different things. Uh-huh. I have. They're kind of cool for anybody that's out there that really, actually, if you need anything, I mean, they have notaries, they have people that write your mission statement, they'll help you with your nonprofit, they'll help you. It's a really mm-hmm. amazing kind of little setup, and they're people from all over the world, so you don't talk to them, though it's all, you know, email back and forth, and so the gentleman that I have that has helped me over the years, he's from Pakistan. He's awesome. So he always says, you know, he'll send me a message like, hey, do you have any new projects yet? And so um, I really like working with him because he know he already knows my writing. So he knows, you know, what I'm going to need. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of interesting. Good. How fun is that too? Somebody around the world, when you think of reaching and speaking to people around the world, that's it's very exciting. It is. And my books are very faith-based. And so, you know, that part was good too, because, you know, I would send him an email and say, God bless you. And how's your family? And, you know, there was one time that he asked me for prayer. And so it's like, you know, that, that is always good. Cause you know, God or God orchestrates everybody we meet, you know, that Joe. Yes. And so right. that's always been. And so you have the 10 common mistakes newbie homeschoolers make. So that's still available on Amazon.com. Yes. And the, the subtitle to that is how to avoid them. And that's what the book is really about. <laughs> I It's the title of almost sounds like I'm pointing out homeschoolers make a lot of mistakes. All of the mistakes that are listed in that book are my mistakes I made. And I'm hoping as people read through that, that I have solutions for them and help for them so they can avoid some of the same mistakes that I made. Yep. And a lot of people, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of people listening right now that maybe are seeing what's going on in the schools and maybe you're thinking about maybe I should look into this homeschool and what it's about. So I'm sure Jill's book and I'm sure Jill would even, we'll have her share how you can contact her. She'd probably talk you through some of the things or questions you might have in that. And so then you have Bomb Squad. So tell me about Bomb Squad. The the Bomb Squad is a middle grade chapter book and the ages are geared more for nine to 12. It's like lower middle grade. And they they are four mischievous boys. (laughs) They earned their nickname, the Bomb Squad, because they accidentally set off the community fireworks. And that's how they get the nickname, the Bomb Squad. And they solve mysteries and they have a little bit of adventure along the way. And the second book, Off the Grid, just released. And in this book, the boys go camping and they have a lot of adventures. It rains and one of the the squad gets injured. So the boys have to stick together to help him. 
and become, they, they have to really show some fortitude through some of the things that happen. And both books focus on the idea of loyalty and friendships and what it means to forgive and to get along. And they have a lot of adventure along the way because they are a little bit mischievous. Yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> and then you, um, what is Off the Rails? Off the Rails is one of the prompt journals that I have that is train themed and it is journaling for the adventurous kid. <laughs> so each prompt in the journal is a train theme like, um, let's see, passing through the station. What's something that you don't like to do? And that's a prompt for them to write that day. And then not all trains look alike. How are you the same as others and how are you different? Oh, that's good. So that gives, you know, the prompts at the beginning of the day and there's enough uh, prompts in there for a month in each one of the journals that I've created. And what's the age for Off the Rails? Off the Rails, all, all of the journals are, it would be multi-level, however, a parent might use them or a child, if they can read on their own, then they would just write for themselves. They're writing in there. It's not really a curriculum or anything like that. It's just a journal for them to share their ideas. Younger children are going to, it would be multi-level. So they would write at their own level. Okay. And then as they're older, they might put more details in there and things like that. So you think like maybe up to sixth grade? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think you could include sixth in there. Mm -hmm. And then big dreams. And it's the same. It is the, the, all of the journals could go for boys or girls. Big dreams maybe would be more geared for girls. And some of the illustrations I have girls in the pictures and they are um, more base, feeling based prompts okay. um here's one that says describe your best friend and why is this person fun to be around and girls are girls might enjoy the big dreams journal just a little bit more than boys would okay and then the last <laughs> one you have is slow down and write and this one is uh, sloth is on the front and it is <laughs> has sloths throughout the whole uh, all of the illustrations are sloths and um they are just fun this one is a fun one it's a, uh, one of the prompts is sloths and turtles are both slow but how are they different how are you the same as others and how are you different so a lot of the prompts I got from being when I was teaching I got from my teaching career where you're trying to get children to do different kinds of writing right where they might tell you how to do something in one prompt and another prompt they might be comparing two things and what is always you will get the best response is when you ask them what they love or what they hate mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. food they love or the food they hate That's and usually true. children can write a lot about that kind of thing and then I noticed that most of your books is what your hope and desire is what you've poured into these pages is to encourage people of all ages to push toward what they feel God has called them to do. Mm -hmm. that's yes. Good. That's good. And, and that's my 
testimony is that God is a personal God. He came to me, made himself real to me, and he showed mercy. And his his mercy and grace is what carries me through. I'm far from perfect. I make lots of mistakes, just like everybody. And yet his mercy just shines through. And he is not out there somewhere in the cosmos. He is a personal God. He walks with us every day and he wants us to, to follow after him. He has a plan for us. Each one of us is special. There's, and, and I'm, I'm not anybody special. If he did something for me, he can do it for everybody. So everybody's special is what I mean when I say that. Oh, absolutely. Everybody matters. Absolutely. I love, you know, we should celebrate our brothers and sisters accomplishments is because if he could do it for you, he's going to do it for me next. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. He loves, he loves each of us. We're all his favorite. And that's kind of a cliche being maybe a cliche saying, but it is true. It is so true. He is a personal God. He cares about us Mm -hmm. and he wants us to be blessed. It's like that song, my God is an awesome God, right? Mm -hmm. You say our God, but I like to say my God is an awesome God. Awesome. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So then Jill, how can we get a hold of you? I see your website is authorjillchapman.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And um, my my email is authorjillchapman at gmail.com. So that's super easy to remember. <laughs> and I also have Instagram, which is the, the same, just author Jill Chapman. And then I have another Instagram, which is homeschool advocate and on Instagram. So I have two, two accounts and uh, any of the homeschoolers out there that might want to connect with me, they could definitely do it on Instagram. That would be a great way to get a hold of me. Awesome. Thank you. And to check out some of my ideas and, and advice, gentle advice. There you go. Because sometimes, (laughs) Hey, there might be somebody out there that's like, Hey, that's something I wanted to talk to somebody about, you know, now, you know, you could reach out to Jill and just let her listen to what your ideas are and she can tell you what she's been through. Thank you so much, Jill, for today and just for sharing a little bit of your life with us. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's It's been a lot of fun. I've looked forward to it and now <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see what the next step is. Oh, I'm excited for you too because there's going to be a lot of next steps for you. I can guarantee you that, right? He's always working and he's always doing wonderful things. Um, I would love it if you would close us out in prayer. We have about two minutes. Would you be willing to do that for us? Yes, I sure can. Thank you. Dear Lord, we're just so thankful to be able to um, speak together today and to talk about you and the wonderful things that you do and how much you love us and that you guide us. I, I'm just thankful for those that are listening, that, that you've brought them here to hear this today and that you would just encourage them, help them, Lord, to be courageous in what you would have them to do in their lives and no matter what our age, if we're young or if we're older, those, um, you know, if we're a seasoned saint, you have a plan for us and you haven't given up on us even when we make mistakes or we do some things that might not be pleasing to you. You don't give up on us and that you're there for us. And I'm just so thankful for that. I'm thankful that every step 
that we take is preparing us for the next step in our lives. And so I just pray for everybody that's listening today that you would just make yourself real to them and that you would bless them. And we ask all these things in your precious name. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jill. I'm I'm just uh, very honored to be here today, and I appreciate the opportunity to pray for people. Oh, love it. it. Makes me very uh, humble. Humble. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's IamDauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.